Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the very first, also known as inaugural, also known as opening, or whatever you would like to call it, the very first episode of the most informed sports podcast in the world. Basketball, football, baseball, not really that informed on baseball for being 100% honest, but at least basketball and football. Welcome to the Future Gems podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alex Alford, and I am joined by technically four of the other five Future GMs. Um, starting to my left, we have Taylor Barker. What's up, guys? How we doing? Below him on my Zoom screen is Seth Comfer. Oh, gosh. What's up? We got in the glasses and hat, Keegan Hudson. Howdy, partner. How we doing? What we called him in high school was hat glasses. And finally on the bottom, for some reason, where he lives on my Zoom screen, Brady Hart. How we doing, guys? Fellas. It's here. Yeah. Feels good. The The NBA season is upon us. Our sports podcast that has been brewing for, I don't know, four years now is upon us. We'll do a quick history because the people care. Um, the Future GMs is a group of, of people that has um, grown out of our time at, uh, not the University of, Auburn University, where uh, me and Taylor Barker were roommates in college. Um, his Sorry. brother, who is the sixth Future GM and the one that is not currently present, um he was roommates with Keegan Hudson. Go ahead and confirm that for us, Keegan. So, so yeah, he was our he was one of the four roommates that I lived with. Right, and we lived one building over in our apartment complex, so we spent time there. Also, you know, they're brothers, so they hung out some. So mm-hmm. what happened was one night, um, we were there till some would call it the next morning, playing two K with one Seth Seth Comfer in attendance as well. And what we were doing was we were fantasy drafting five teams and then simulating a season and then playing the playoffs and seeing who won. We did this, I think for seven straight nights. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. It was, it was a, lot. a lot. It was a I lot. Think, I think we did at least three seasons of NBA 2K because we did a, uh, an all time teams, a current, as of 2021 or whatever that year that was might've been 2019. I really don't remember. Um, a current as of that time, NBA, and then also an under 25 team, which is, um, that's particular team is the root of my personal distaste for Jamal Murray. Um, <laughs> I second that. Uh, that's yeah. He's hated. Everyone here I just want to put on record. I was not there. Correct. Brady was not involved. Um, Brady was a close friend of ours, but he was not there for the uh, the creation of the group. Um, Brady, in a very uh, slick move later in in our years, uh, basically just inserted himself and found his way. We started a um, the five grew to six because we started a six man dynasty uh, fantasy football league. Brady was the sixth man. Um, six man of the year, Brady Hart. Hey, I'll and take that. The only so one that matters. The only that's six right. man that's ever mattered. So now we are three years deep into the fantasy football. I have a title. One, um, controversially, Ty has a title. Ty has a title because my team scored eighty three points in the playoffs. Um, and that's the only reason he was able to win. And my team is. Actually, did we lose? I don't remember if I lost this week or not, but my team's clearly better than everyone else's when we're healthy. Uh, well, yeah, you profited healthy. off of DeMar Hamlin to win your title. So is your team better or just cheaters? Yes. Wow. In case that worry, I did end up losing this week because Ty scored 191 points. He scored 200 last week, beat me. Ty's so team Ty's, is sneaky good. I think Ty's, team, sneaky. Ty's team sneaky. might be the best this year. But like, if you look at it, it's not. <laughs> He's got Christian McCaffrey, so that's pretty good. Who put up 50? Sorry. Anyway, we are a group of young mm. men who know ball and who speak mm. about it regularly and have – that's true, Brady. It's 
Whether we know ball <laughs> is certainly arguable. Um, <laughs> I know ball. The rest of you, you know, we'll see. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> um, we're here to talk about it into a microphone as opposed to into a iMessage group text because everyone should have a podcast. And that's something I firmly believe. What was the internet for if not to put your opinions out to the public for everyone to hear and critique? All on it. No matter how bad they are. Especially if they're bad, which they will be. So, what are we doing here? We're talking about the NBA. Our first love. Mm. Um, and when I say our first love, I mostly just mean like how the group started. Um, Seth's first love is certainly not basketball. Brady actively dislikes basketball. Definitely not. Um. The NBA's dumb. The other three of us, I would say, are infinitely, perhaps would be the word, more interested in NBA basketball than football. Um, 100%. We really are kind yeah. of split, yeah. split directly in the middle in our group of yeah. three people who much prefer basketball and three people who prefer football. Um, Unfortunately for you two, you're outnumbered, so we're talking about the NBA. Love so, that. We're not just going to um, fly by the seat of our pants here. We do have some sort of order. The first thing we're going to talk about is the, a rather large um, NBA trade, some might call it. You like, could say it's decently large. Um, Nasir Little goes to the Phoenix Suns <laughs> for a package um, involving you know a few players and some picks, but... I think it's a big pickup for the Suns. I, you know, I think it's hard to argue that they're one of the favorites in the West now, for sure. I agree. Um, uh, great depth for him off the bench. Yeah, a lot of depth. And Nasiri, he's been hurt, correct? Yeah, he's, he's been battling injuries. He's had some career. injuries, for sure. He's an athletic uh, specimen, really good mm. three-point shooter. You know, Hard to argue that it's not a very very big pickup for the Suns. For Laurel's finest. I think they really needed as it. A, as a six-man myself, uh, they also – in a separate package, got their future six men of the year, even though it doesn't matter. Grayson Allen mm-hmm. brings a lot of heart, a lot of edginess, big that's chip true. on the shoulder. And big really dude, guys kicking dudes Allen. in the balls and tripping them. So that's great. Yeah. And Matt really Jones does it guy. too. Really, Matt nothing else happened too. involving the Portland Trailblazers, I would say. Um, they got uh, the future MVP. No, of course, we're Damian, um Damian Lillard got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, in what is probably the 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 biggest trade since like Anthony Davis, I guess would be my. Um, we we're forgetting uh, Gobert, but we're talking am, about like I am intentionally <laughs> forgetting. We're not Gobert. talking about the largest human being that has been traded. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the Harden trade a, was pretty big to the Nets. That's true. I forgot about the Harden trade. I think that's, this one's just as big as the AD probably one, bigger. Um. Damian Lillard is a seven-time All-Star, seven-time All-NBA player. Literally every year he has ever been good. He has been on the All-NBA team. He's never had like a good year that was not one of the top five to 15 players in the league. Um, He's a top 75 all-time NBA player. You know, whether that's arguable is, you know, TBD, but I would say it's pretty clearly um, accurate. It's a big deal. Um, It certainly shifts the way the, the, the league works. Giannis mm. is, we'll get to it later, but it no worse than the third best player in the league. Um, And other stuff happened because of that trade. Drew Holiday went to the Blazers for 45 minutes and is now on the Celtics. Which makes which them is, scary. Which is huge. Not for me, just for the Celtics, for them. I think if, I don't think that if the Bucks had to redo it, they would redo it, but I think, the Celtics is the last place that they wanted Drew Holiday, without a doubt. I think there was a lot of animosity between Joe Cronin, the Blazers GM, and Damian Lillard, and him sending Drew Holiday to the Celtics was part like, of his plan all along. Was like very clearly intentional. F you um, type. Yeah, trade. like he he didn't. Not only did he not trade Dame to the Heat, which both sides of that wanted desperately. He also immediately sent the best player he received in that trade package to an Eastern Conference rival of both the team he did not trade Dame to and the team he did trade Dame to. 
<laughs> it really is like an evil genius trade that he pulled off for the for I love it. And yeah, I respect it. I really do. Also happens the C's had a pretty good apparently according to Wash had a pretty high quality. Like the offer was higher than everybody else's. I mean, yeah, they gave up their starting center for a last lot. year and their sixth man of the year, correct? That is correct. Because Malcolm yeah. Brogdon's now there. <clears throat> and they gave up that uh what was it, that Warriors pick that they had gotten? Yeah, twenty nine, I think. Gave up a uh twenty nine pick of their own and a the twenty four pick was, was the say, Warriors sooner pick. pick from the Warriors. I don't know for sure when, but uh, twenty four from the Warriors. Um, I mean, I feel like if you're Portland, it makes sense, right? The your your window, you're in a rebuilding time right now. You got a lot of young talent. You, you're going to be good now. Let the East cannibalize itself. Get Drew Holiday out of the West. Don't compete with him in a while, and get younger. I love it. Let the East cannibalize itself. Brady making all good points right now. I mean, I, I think you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. It's hard to beat that. Um. A major factor that I forgot to mention was that uh, DeAndre Ayton went to the Portland Trailblazers, which is part of the the youth movement that Brady has mentioned. Um, Dominating. Dominating. Just get him on the pod. I just... Every time he says it, I get more and more exhausted. Alex is a Blazers fan, by the way. And Dame is his uh, hero. Just for context. Yeah, it was emotionally... um, Tumultual, tumultuous for sure. Mm. I uh, I went through a lot that day, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I think Damian Lillard's going to get a championship ring out of it, and that's really all of it. Oh, spoilers so, for your uh, no kidding, yeah. yeah, we'll get wow. there. Huge spoiler. We'll get there. Um, around the league, though, there were other moves to be made. Um, not to be made, to be mentioned. The Wizards were very active this summer. Um traded away Bradley Beal to the Suns for Chris Paul and like four first round swaps and like 12 second round picks or something dumb. Um, <laughs> they then traded Chris Paul to the Warriors for Jordan Poole. Basis of the trade, there's other factors involved. but So the Wizards basically swapped small guards, um, ended up with probably the least well-rounded of of the three that, but the by far the youngest and perhaps the most exciting, um, if you want to argue that, the Wizards are going to be bad, but they sure, might be yeah, they're f- going to be pretty bad. They might be fun. They could be. Well, fun. Jordan Poole's going to put up thirty plus shots a game, like pretty consistently. It feels like. Who's I mean, the good? East is also bad, so they might not. The, be the terrible. Wizards are cool. It's true. The Wizards are my cool team of the year. They're cool. Hmm. I just don't think they're cool at all. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's antics, cool. Jordan Poole, not a cool person. Brady's going to watch the Wizards every single night on League Pass. The Wizards. That's probably one of the most disinteresting teams to me. (laughs) No, I'll say this. I think Jordan Poole getting 35 shots a game might actually end up being entertaining. Like, he might score 70 at some point this year. Entertaining because it's you never know. He's not even going to be the best for? player on that team, though. I mean, Kyle Kuzma exists, guys. Kuzma is better saying Kyle Kuzma, cool. Kuzma's also probably going to put up 25 shots a game because those are two of the most like overconfident players in the league, I'd say. Confidence um, is cool. Kuzma's a dog. Confidence is cool. Is, it's, yeah, when you're good. Best part. Why do you think I'm confident? I'm not good. You're not in the league. <laughs> you did anything. <laughs> not yet. There's other factors for that Brady has the talent <laughs> if Brady if Brady was 6-3 he's literally just Grayson Allen there's I mean there's if no way around it that's Seth, a great player maybe Tay's height I'm not on this podcast I'm a guest on it were you taking were you taking a step up with Taylor's height I'm confused <laughs> so you went down I, I think I'm Alex like is taller, taller, just taller than Taylor yeah, no, no, I think that's what he's saying. Would, I'm saying all I would need is Taylor's height. Right. Yeah, he's saying five eleven and, and three and a half quarters. That's all I need to get to the league. <laughs> three and a half quarters. Makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Three and a half quarters. But I, I love so the bump seven eight. So. Listen here, <laughs> I haven't done uh, fractions in a minute, and um, if you say you're six foot, people believe you're five eleven. So I'm three, taller than that. Three and a half quarters is. Uh, that's that's something, kid. 
Um, there's other. There was another large trade that the Wizards made. Again, they were a very active team. Uh, they traded Tinkus Pingus, Kristaps Porzingis to the Boston Celtics. Um, in a three-team trade that also sent Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies and returned the Wizards' Tyus Jones. Um, the Celtics are going to be good. I think that was to be expected. Um, yeah. Chris Tapps might be an absolute issue. He might play 14 games. Um, it's really hard to say. He was very good last year in Washington. Yeah. He was last year was his most uh, healthy season since his like rookie year or maybe even third year in the league. But I saw a stat somewhere. Saw a stat somewhere that he graded out as the fifth best rim defender in the league. That's something that the why. Celtics are going to need. Right, and that's why you could trade a Robert Williams for sure for Drew Holiday. He's going to stretch the floor. Um, which is not really going to be an issue for them because they're going to run five dudes out there who shoot around 38 to 40% from three, which is so many threes. Haunting. Um, but we'll get back to the Celtics, but I, I think that's going to end up being a pretty good trade for them. The Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies one is very interesting to me because I don't think the Grizzlies needed Marcus Smart. They didn't, but I think they upgraded over <clears throat> Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones I, is great, though. I agree. But like Tyus Jones is very clearly a backup point guard, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart has never really well, they, been a point guard. They just got a better version of Dylan Brooks. They still have the edge, the the, the grit. That's probably, yeah, that's probably it. The thing Fair was point. though, that did they need Dylan Brooks or did they need someone who could like not be an offensive liability? <laughs> Shoot efficiently. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, I think Marcus. I think he's great for him, mostly because Jaw's going to miss a lot of games off off the bat. Also, he's perfect culture. Yeah. Um, Tony Allen and Marcus Smart have the exact same career path. It's the craziest thing. And Marcus or Tony Allen turned into who he like. You remember him as a Grizzly, not as a Celtic. So we'll see. That's true. Um, I'm looking at the Grizzlies roster. Now, mostly just trying to figure out, you know, what five they run out there. Desmond Bain is six five. Um, Marcus Smart is six four. John Morant is six three. Do you play all three of them at the same time? Um, I think you, you have to. And the thing is, Marcus Smart plays defense bigger than he is, obviously. So, like, it's a little um, bit of a different conversation, but like, like you said, you kind of just went from Dylan Brooks to slightly better Dylan Brooks when I think what you needed was a different kind of player altogether. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting move. The, He's got the playoff stuff, though, too. He's been a lot of big games, and he could guard Experience. big dudes. Experience. There's yeah, I, not, I think they – He's not guarding LeBron. Well, no, but yeah, well, I, JJJ I, and Steven Adams. <clears throat> I think this was a direct uh, response to the Suns getting two of the best isolation scores in the league. Because mm-hmm. now you have to guard Bradley Beal and Evan Booker. That's a good shot. And Jaw ain't guarding either one. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaw's one of the worst defenders in the league. Uh, Here's the thing. It's very jump. hard to play defense at 6-3 in the NBA. If the I think if the Grizzlies have to play the Suns, I think that's just a poor matchup. Overall, I haven't looked at any numbers. I'm just, I'm just thinking, that's tough. Well, again, we're gonna get back to it with our predictions, but I do not expect much from the Grizzlies this year, and it's probably gonna come back to bite me because I've, they've been the same team for three years now. But yep, yeah, they'll be a three seed, <laughs> almost assuredly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they Speaking will. Speaking they, they're not they're, making it out of the second round though. I was gonna say, I think they're probably the eighth best team in the West, but yeah, they'll be the three seed somehow. Um. The final trade that I put down here is a blockbuster. John Collins for Rudy Gay. Um, it was somehow the fourth biggest trade that was made this offseason. Um, I didn't know it happened. <laughs> why would you? John Collins averaged like 12 and 6 last year. Rudy Gay has been in the league for awesome 94 for the years. Hall. John had a rough year last year. He's a good defender. I think the Hawks are going to miss him, but we'll see. If you ask me before this podcast if Rudy Gay was still in the league, I said he'd been retired for five years. I love John Collins, though. 
I love what he did. In Atlanta. <laughs> so, they're going to miss him. Rudy Gay is the type of guy you need on a championship continuing team. And so, the Warriors going that? out and getting him, I think that's a smart move. Rudy Gay, a lot of experience, a lot of talent at one point in time. He's obviously like 30. What is he, 37, 38? He's thirty-seven. He's big old. He's a young thirty-seven. He's a he's a yeah. He's a great. He played fifty-six games last year. So that's more than a lot of players. More than a lot of players. Um, I think he's like I think he's like your Jeff Green, just different. And he's on the Warriors. In case you're wondering, uh, Rudy Gay has never has never been on a team that won a playoff series. Oh my god! (laughs) Tony Romo. Tony Romo. I mean, he was on the Kings for like the the. Majority of his career. Yeah, Rudy Gay has played in 19 career playoff games over a 15, 16, 17-year career. So maybe the Warriors should just go ahead and start the rebuild. Are the Warriors old? They feel like a really old team. They're very old. They are. They're really traded their young star or kind of star. Outside of Kaminga and Moody and Moses, yeah, they're very, very, very young. Because DiVincenzo is now at the Knicks. Do we even talk about CP3? I think that's super strange. I mean, that could be for a more in-depth thing, but... I just um, don't get it. It's a weird fit. Does that not allow... Does that not allow... Steph to play more off-ball now? He didn't have to bring it up. Steph Curry hasn't played on ball in seven years. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw he was listed as a point guard. Uh, See, that's the thing. Brady is... The media wants to convince you and the the casual fan that Steph Curry is a point guard. Steph Curry <laughs> has been Draymond Green's shooting guard for eight years now. I it's it's re- like the the Curry narrative is out of hand. Alex has a great point, but Curry's uh P and R efficiency last year was like insanity. And if they would have ran more pick and roll against the Lakers, they'd had a better shot. Steph Curry's insanely good. He probably would be the best point guard in the league if he played point guard. He doesn't play point guard. It pisses me off. The Curry, the Curry stance that uh, watches Pot are gonna come after you on Twitter, but... which is everyone in the world because you're all sheep. <laughs> I mean, he did average six assists a game. Here's my so thing: Jordan is, is Chris Paul. Chris Paul won't hurt Steph Curry's off-ball role. If anything, it's gonna help it because he's. A great Draymond's a great passer. I know that, but CP3 is a he's good at finding the open guy. It's true, but I think Chris, you continue. Sorry, okay. Chris Paul is very um, meticulous and plays a very controlled game. And the Warriors are like chaos. They like that's they like they that's how they beat you is they just create chaos. It's a lot of read and react by passing the ball, moving, going to the next guy. Chris Paul wants to break down the defense, figure out what they're going to be doing, figure out where the guy's going. The Warriors don't really do that. Um, the Warriors are like top five in playoff in turnovers basically every year because the amount of ball movement leads to turnovers. Chris Paul doesn't turn the ball over. It's part of his thing. It, they're just sort of diametrically opposed, and it creates a weird fit. But... Keegan, whatever you're going to say, go ahead. We'll see. I don't remember, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I think that the it wasn't that important. Kevon Looney pick and roll is going to be elite. It's always good for it, man. Because <clears throat> him and Draymond, they're just going to pass it to each other. Nobody wants to shoot. Chris, Chris Paul is going to play incredible in a playoff game. And the Warriors are going to go up 2-1 on... I don't know, the Suns or the Nuggets or something, and then he's going to get hurt, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah, he's Chris Paul. He's 74 years old. He's never been healthy in the playoffs ever, even when he was, like, a child. It's just what Chris Paul does. It's just it's just sort of a weird fit, and I don't really think it makes them all that much better, but I'm not. Yeah, Brady, just for, uh, just for, like, informational purposes, the Golden State Warriors – were the second ranked team in possessions per game, and Phoenix is twentieth. Mm. So, yeah, you have a little pace of play. <laughs> I think with the uh, pace of play. Funny sidebar here regarding CP3 uh, joining the Warriors is that this gets Draymond Green one step closer to being on the banana boat with LeBron James, <laughs> <laughs> his best friend, LeBron James. 
was on a banana boat with CB3. What was that? Fifteen years ago? No, not that long. But Draymond long. got jealous, and now he wants he wants that seat. He wants to replace Melo. He can't wait. He really can't. He's gonna be doing tricks on it. Are y'all saying right. that this makes the Warriors worse? I don't think it makes them worse. Uh, I just worse is subjective. I, they still have the guys that they need to be good. Yeah. I just it's don't think it, it's he's not a needle mover enough for them to be like, oh, we're a lock to be a top three team in the West. But especially, only because he's old. Especially washed, in a tough unfortunately. West. I think even if Chris Paul was prop Chris Paul, I don't think it's Okay, Keegan, come on now. Mm. I'm going to ask a question. Chris Paul Chris Paul is crazy. Paul, they win it all if they have prime Chris Paul. I love yeah. I love Chris Paul. I, I'm gonna ask a question. Go ahead. Yep. Please don't make fun of me. Uh, Kobe Bryant was Arizona. a player for the Lakers. <laughs> nice. Uh, he's the goat too. So cool. Yon, DeAndre. Wow. DeAndre. Wow. He's not the goat. I just want to react. Played for Arizona. Um, played for Arizona. Uh, and then ben his orange hair. Played for the Warriors. Malachi what? Flynn. Oh, no, he's talking about um new guy new. Point yeah, guard. Yeah. He went to Santa Clara. Oh my gosh, he had a crazy high Pajimsky? school. Pajimski. Oh yeah, Brandon Pajimski. He didn't play no, Arizona. Guys. No. Who are um, you? How old is this person? Nico Mannion. Nico yeah. Mannion. Oh, oh. Um, Big on Nico Mannion. Is he still gonna, a warrior? Not gonna be a factor. <laughs> Did he <laughs> actually play in Arizona? Probably, not he's probably tearing up the G League. Talk about breakout. <laughs> to talk me, talk about breakout player of the year. To Four me, years Malachi ago, Flynn and Nico Mannion are the same person. Yeah, they look similar. In my head. Malachi Flynn has a roster spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably Brady. Fundamental Brady difference. watched. Well, it's not safe. Brady watched a Nico Mannion Balls Life mixtape four years ago, and he's <laughs> all in on him. <laughs> Brady probably watches Julian Newman. <laughs> oh, oh that is Julian. Brady, Newman. search up Julian Newman and let me know what you think, man. All right. Brady's still holding that hope for Javon Blue, Travon Blewett, or whatever that dude's name was. <laughs> I don't know who he this guy is. Seventh Woods he's, is like he's five. He's five seven. Jordan. That's my uh, new yeah. <laughs> I think if we try hard enough, we could convince Brady that Daniel House is the best player in the league. <laughs> Solid role player, uh, based on his high school tape. You know who I think Brady would actually love, strictly because of his name. B-Ball Paul. <laughs> Brady would be the biggest B-Ball Paul fan of all time. I don't know who that is. Unfortunately, probably, Brady, you'll find out. You'll, yeah, you'll, you, we'll get you there on this journey. Yeah. Brady, you're going to know so much. You're going to learn more than you've learned in the 20 years of education that you had. You're going to learn more doing this than you did in those years. And not... Uh, lick of it is going to be useful information to you <laughs> it will when you're like you know the gm of a team you know that's true whenever we convert this podcast into actual front office positions that's, that's right be awesome. that's the goal this podcast transforms me from not knowing who dante divincenzo was to a gm of a nba franchise <laughs> y'all are all getting y'all are all getting c-suite jobs say that y'all are getting employed <laughs> thanks brad I'm thinking maybe like assistant college scout. Um, if, if that's you what Brady? you want to do, uh, no, that's like what for, you want me to do. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, where, that's where I think we're gonna get you. <laughs> hey, Spolstra started in the film room. That's true. That's Step right. one. That's true. I'll start washing feet. I don't care as long as okay. I can get up in the front office. Okay, let's let's move it on here. Um, speak. Crazy thing to say. Speaking of feet. Speaking of feet, Dylan Brooks is six feet tall. Um, He's got him. <laughs> Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet were signed by the Rockets in free agency. Technically, Dylan Brooks was a sign and trade, but it was a free agent uh, deal. And that's what we're going to talk about now is free agency. I didn't do the transition very well because Keegan started talking about washing feet. But I apologize. I ruined it. The, uh, the free agent class was... Um, with all due respect to all the individuals involved, dog water, uh, just like the worst <laughs> we've ever seen. Fred Van Vliet is a single time all star. I don't know if he made all NBA that year, but he was the biggest name that was that moved in free agency. We got to do better. We got to we got to have good players stop signing extensions and getting traded and just go into free agency. So annoying when organizations do the smart thing. God. 
Well, they changed smart? the CBA, didn't it? They did. To make it to where you're the lawyer, teams so you're are gonna more have to likely to, to... I mean, I don't know all the nitty-gritty details, but they made it to where it's more enticing to extend with a team than to test the waters of free, free agency. agency waters, yeah. I don't remember why, like, like the reasoning deals? behind that. I think it had something to do with Supermax. They also basically eliminated the middleman, like the middle tier of free agents. Yeah, kind of sucks. I understand. <clears throat> um, but the thing of it, the thing is, this free agent class was exclusively middle tier. Um, again, the two biggest, I would say, the two biggest signings were Fred VanVleet and Dylan Brooks, um, who went to the Rockets. The Rockets are going to be an interesting team. We'll get back to them, but. Uh, the other, t- the move I actually want to talk about, I have a couple listed here. The Lakers kind of replenish their bench with a bunch of bench guys. Um, I do think Gabe Vincent is a good player. That'll be an interesting mm-hmm. pickup, but I don't think he's going to win them a championship. It's really just going to come down to whether Anthony Davis plays like Anthony Davis for an entire playoffs and if LeBron is still a freak Healthy. of nature at 39 years old. Um, the rest of these guys, Christian Wood, mid. Torian Prince, mid. Cam Reddish, mid. Bad. Jackson Hayes, um, mid. Like, there's just, there's, these are just guys that are just on the bench. They're not doing anything. Um, That team's going to be good because they have Austin Reeves. Good pickups, though. And they have Austin Reeves. Jared Vanderbilt, and they have good players, but like, those guys are not moving the needle. Um, Grant Williams, another sign and trade. He went to the Mavericks. Not really a, a needle mover, but a pickup for the Mavericks that I think will be helpful. Um, he can defend multiple positions. Is at least was one of the greatest three point shooters we've ever seen from the corner, and is basically what Luca needs. That team's just going to have to be about whether Luca and Kyrie can coexist, um, and it work because we saw that they could both put up numbers, but they didn't really win that many basketball games at the end of the year last year. But they've had an off season, so. That'll help. Maybe they're like buddies. I don't now think, that the offseason happened. I don't think they would. What would they talk about? They're buddies. Uh, flat Earth. Food. Luca seems very simple. My Luca. <laughs> Luca and Grant. What, what, what do you mean by that? He just Is that because seems... he doesn't speak great English? He actually speaks really good he English. He speaks really good English. He speaks really I'm, good I'm English. talking about with an accent. That's what players. I meant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow, with an wow, accent. wow, wow, wow. Um, no, it just seems like he really wants to like chill and just like hang out. Like that's no, drink a beer. I think you're right. To, yeah, that seems he just, to be the thing he enjoys more. But he's kind of just there. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Is Grant Williams a good defender? Sometimes he is a, a good defender. What do you mean by the? Well, like off. I said I. I might not have meant to say the. Uh, my domed it. Defensive player of the year was going to be Grant Williams. And then I was like, nah, they're going to roast me. So then I picked someone new. I would have roasted you. That would have been I bet the odds for that are insane. Yeah, but they're nutty. Um, I picked somebody that has uh, a better chance uh, upon research. Grant Williams is smart. Grant Williams is a solid defender. He is not going to be making any all defense teams, much less win defense player of the year, but he'll be. He can make an all defense team, maybe. Is there three or two? There's two. Okay, maybe not. He's JJ Barea to LeBron. He's he is to Giannis. What JJ Barea Jabari is to Smith? It's Jabari Smith claps Giannis. All right, my bad. Okay. Um, speaking of Jabari Smith, the Rockets. To get back to the original pickup we talked about, it's sort of crazy to me that an NBA team gave Dylan Brooks twenty million dollars. Um. But from everything I've heard, that was just what the market price was, which is just crazy. Crazy. And for a young team with who are just trying to start winning for the first time, I I get it. I get why the the player fit is there. But man, giving that dude forty or excuse me, twenty million dollars for four years seems like a risky investment i don't know i think four years is just so many i think three would have been fine honestly three years for like 60 but the because of all the mid players you're talking about in the free agent class it was just 
these dudes that were free agents got lucky and they got they got a bag. Yeah, and the Rockets. CBA is gonna the new CBA is gonna make the money go up anyway, or the new TV deal, I should say. The Rockets had money and had to spend it, and unfortunately yep. that led to Dylan Brooks. The Fred Van Vliet deal I don't hate. I'm pretty sure it's a one and one, might be a two and one, but either way, he's not their long term point guard. I think that's point pretty court. clearly um Amen Thompson. Yeah. Who is really good? Hopefully. Maybe he hasn't he hasn't missed a three yet. I'd say he's a good worst player in the draft. Says interesting. Are you saying oh I see what you're saying? I get it. Um Wait, we'll he said second best player. Yeah, yeah, he's saying we'll second best player. We'll get to that. Alex, the deal is a uh, three years, uh, one twenty eight five, um, eighty three million guaranteed. That's forty two million a year on average. Yeah, I, I don't. I think so. It is two probably two plus one. Yeah, I think there's a player option or the guaranteed money, one way or the other. I don't think he's there for that entire contract. Um, but it really was just a case of a team deciding they want to win now, but not really having the pieces to win now. I do it all the time yeah. on 2K. Um, and signing older players to try to mentor the younger players. Um, we'll just see if the younger players are ready, because I think they might be. I think Jalen Green's going to be pretty good. Shingun, we have split opinions on, but I think he's... Um, Solid. Good player. He's a very interesting player at the very least. Jabari's took the leap. I don't want to call it too early, but he's probably going to win Defense Player of the Year. Um, <laughs> we have zero bias when it comes to Jabari Smith Jr. Um, just put that out pick. there. It's a solid pick. It's, it's one I'd pick. I just I think the Rockets are going to be very fun to watch. I agree, and I think Fred. I mean, already just seeing uh, Jalen and Fred working out so much. Fred likes Jalen. Fred's a by all accounts, everyone in the league always says he's a super good dude. And uh, he's, you know, he's a shot chucker, but I don't think the Rockets going to make the playoffs anyway. Spoiler, so we'll see. I think that's to, a good point. To me, it, also, oh, Seth, go for it. I was just going to say it. To me, it feels like the Rockets are actually going to try and play basketball this year, not just run around. New coach as well. Things. I think it's a big culture shock, a big step in the right direction. Now, is this a? Uh, win now thing, no, but it'll be a in three years. They're like, oh, that's what Fred said to do. Freddie, that's Fred <laughs> Freddie Van Vliet. I, well, I, I think they're going to start playing basketball now. Yeah, I do agree with that. It's not just going to be young dudes out there running around like chickens with their heads cut off. They also are, are supposed to be uh, signing Reggie Bullock, which I don't are, fully yeah. get that unless they're just like Reggie come in. We've got all these. Young dudes with a lot of potential. Hey, good shooter off the bench. You've always been a good shooter, plug and play kind of guy. Show them how to do this correctly. (laughs) I don't really. Other than that, I don't really know why Reggie Bullock would want to go to Houston. It is a bit of a wonder that that there wasn't a better market for Reggie Bullock from contenders. Um, on a contender, yeah, yeah. Like the Kings couldn't use Reggie Bullock. The Bucks. The Bucks couldn't use Reggie Bullock. The Knicks. Hundred percent. Like there's, it just felt like there were better teams, and it, it just kind of kind of like unless they just had some leftover money or whatever it was that got Reggie Bullock to the Rockets, it just it's it's a little surprising to me that he is not um, on a better team. But we spent a lot of time on the offseason moves, so we got a rocket through these next um oh these next awards predictions. So we're gonna do lightning round, spicy. okay? Lightning round do it. is we're gonna say our pick, give. Minimal to no explanation and move on. Brief explanation. But I feel like we should talk about, you know, rookie of the year stuff. Kind of mix it up. That kind we of can thing. It's a short conversation. <laughs> we, can talk short. About, we can talk about rookie of the year. Um, I did want to say one thing, actually. the I think the two biggest offseason moves that don't involve Damian Lillard are actually Ime Doka to the Rockets as a coach. Because like we just discussed, that's a cultural cultural shift there. They're going to mm. play basketball as opposed to just hooping, running around, and yeah, you know, pure hoop. Like you can say all you want about "quote unquote" pure hoop, it's it's not winning basketball. They're going to play winning basketball. They're going to play much better defense. Their coach might be a uh, deviant, but like he's, <laughs> he's everything we've seen is he's a very good coach. 
Right. Um, the other move I think is going to be very good is Monty Williams to the Pistons. Yes. Another cultural re- reset. That guy is a professional. Those kids are going to learn very good ways of being professional basketball players. Um, you know, there's been some issues with the Suns as far as his coaching abilities, but I think he's a good coach, and I think there's enough 100%. talent in that Pistons core. Um, between Osar Thompson, Cade Cunningham, Jaden Ivey, Jalen Duran, those guys are, I think, all pretty good. And so Dogs. I think they're going to learn to be like smart, good professional basketball players because mm-hmm. Monty, that's what Monty Williams is going to teach them to do. That's a, that's one that I don't know if it's going to pay off for Monty Williams as much as it's going to pay off for those, for the players. But I think it's a really big pickup. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, he got and, one of the biggest contracts for a coach like ever, didn't he? Yes. So but, it'll pay off, just maybe not with awards. It will financially. <laughs> it's financially yeah. already paid off. Yeah, it's already good. <laughs> and K just needs to stay healthy, and and they're going to be a lot of fun. I think they're going to be. For the I'm so high on the Motor City. On I the Motor City, <laughs> Keegan's actually from Detroit. <laughs> I wish. Detroit Motor City K basketball. Go crazy. Uh, Last move, we didn't mention it. Dennis Schroeder to the Raptors. Great, great move. We didn't mention uh, it for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Cuba legend. I yeah, like Schroeder. We also didn't mention Ty Jerome to the Cavs. Okay, that's disrespectful. Like, I don't remember, that's I don't remember who because it doesn't matter. That's just we didn't mention Max Struess. I think Max Struess is actually one we didn't mention. To the Cavs, that's you a can great say, move. You can say on purpose we didn't mention it. I think that's actually a decent move. No, I agree. For the Cavs, I did actually. Considering I thought they I wrote don't that down have, somewhere talented shooters outside of right like dg and dmitch right so when we get more in depth we could talk about it but like Struess, the Cavs have like a like lavert if he was hot a if they needed defense maybe he'd make a shot or two and we love isaac mm-hmm. but Struess comes in he also immediate has a sniper he's a sniper so it's like a fire starter it's another option we'll yeah. talk about it in the east central episode sure <laughs> um, we, do need to, we do need to get to the awards predictions like I said the rookie of the year if we want we can talk about it but all the other ones minimal to no explanation and if it's a hot enough take don't say a word about it you let it sit and you stand on it and you be a man about it you understand me Love Brady <laughs> wait what, what is my instruction tell me exactly what just you do want it. just do it when you tell me in a few minutes that Pascal Siakam is going to win MVP. <laughs> I don't want you to say another word about it. I want you to just move on. All right. Love that. So we're just we're just going through, like, we're don't say, give any. We'll do MVP first. Right? We'll discuss. We'll after. do MVP. Is that what you're saying? We we can talk a little bit more about it when in the player draft, especially the MVP one, okay. because those guys will all be in that draft. So, okay. um, who's everyone got? I'll go first. It's Luca's year. Eventually, they're gonna just Ooh, force force feed it good. down his throat. So it's Luca's. Taylor. Uh, yeah, I had Luca or or Jokic, and uh, you know, you think about um fatigue a little bit. I think if Joker comes in and does what he's been doing, I think he might win it again. But I think Luca's also a good shot. A little too much explanation there, but Keegan, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so my gut reaction was Jokic, which I hate to say. But I, I made it Giannis just because I think, you know, Dame being there really helps. You so. know, I'll, I'll take the one scorer on a team that can win a lot of games. I'll go with Steph Curry. Hmm. Wow, I didn't expect that one. I taught. I'll go a little I'll go a little two bird, one stone action. I think this guy is gonna be the scoring champ and the MVP. It's gonna be Anthony Edwards. A lot of usage. Uh gonna be the guy that can score. Um only one that can score for his team. So love that, love that pig, Brady. <laughs> love that. Appreciate it. Only guy that can score for that's us too. awesome. Only guy He's that, only that guy can score the ball in, the in Minnesota. <laughs> in Minnesota, <laughs> when he, when he um, averages eighty points a game. <laughs> next award, coach of the year. This basically goes to the team, either the team that is by far and clearly the best team in the league, or the team that surprises the most. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm gonna pick. Don't do it. I don't know who you think it is. I think I'm going to pick Adrian Griffin, which okay. is the coach of the Bucks. I think they're going to win 60 games, maybe 64 games. I think they're going to run away with the East. The West is going to can the top of the West is going to cannibalize itself just a little bit. 
Adrian Griffin. <clears throat> uh, for me, uh, I went with uh, someone that is going to shock people. I think the the Thunder are going to have a really good year, and I'm going to go with Mark Dake. No, that would be my other pick as well. That's crazy. What a what a smart pick, young man. I also Thank went you. with Mark Dagnall. That's uh, a good pick, Keegan. After, I mean, I, I also don't like Chet Holmgren, but I think <laughs> if he does what everyone thinks he can do, I think the Thunder are going to be great. And they also added Mitchich, that really old guy from EuroLeague, who's an MVP, I'm pretty sure, at one point. He's 29. Not old, old, but... I thought that dude went to the Kings. Uh, that's Sasha Vezinkov. He was the most recent MVP. Ah, okay. Right. Well, I'm going to take the coach of the the reigning best team. I'm going to go with Mike Malone. I mean, no I like one, that. everyone Michael. hates the Nuggets. No one thinks they're going to do anything this year. They're going to repeat in the regular season. Oh, okay. Spoiler. I, was... <laughs> I like that pick. So uh, I had... Yeah, my coach of the year. Um, we've already mentioned this guy on the pod already. Uh, going to be guys surprises a lot. Not going to be a great team. They're going to surprise a lot. Ime Udoka. For the Rockets, uh, last year they won 22 games at a 26.8 uh, win percentage, and, and I think they at least double their win per, their their wins. Uh, I think they're at minimum, maybe not completely double, 40 win team. They're a 40 That's win going, team. Wow. wow, they're a 40 win team. Rockets added a lot. They have a real coach, real system. 40 win team. Rockets. Actually, I don't mind the ship. I don't mind the take. That's a you playoff. Daily Green's going to 40 wins a playoff. 28, 40 wins playoff team. I think they might. I, they're in my play in. They're in my play in. I love in. that. Love it. Appreciate I it. Think, I think Udoka is a sound pick. I think the logic needs to be tweaked. If they only get to 40 wins, I I don't I don't know if they're going to give it to a coach with a losing record. You know, I think he's a year away. I, like I, to I pick, think though. he needs a little. I, I do. I think the the pick is sound. The logic is a little flawed in my opinion. The, they're a play in team. I think that was that was a better argument than than the losing record, but. Playing team. Hey, if the Rockets are a play team, I think Emo, I mean, Emo, he probably won't win, but I think he's like a top three co- on the coach of the year. There we go. All right. Next up, the uh, the defensive player of the year. This one's kind of hard to tell because they're good defensive players, but then some dudes just kind of start campaigning. Right. Um, sp- speaking of that, I'm going to pick the dude who's been campaigning for three years. I think they're finally going to give it to Bam Adebayo. <laughs> yeah. Um I had AD or Evan Mobley written down. I think AD is gonna have a great year. I don't know if we'll play enough, so I'm gonna go Evan Mobley. It's another great pick, young man. Uh, I'm hey, also yo. I've also got Evan Mobley. Keegan and I all on the same page today. Love that. Uh, I'm gonna go with molasses if he were a player, Brooke Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> um and and uh very smart picks today. Uh Evan Mobley. He was he's only 21 years old. He was third in voting last year and second in defensive rating last year of all players. So that's a good pick, Brad. Trajectories on knowledge. Up. Good pick, Brad. Numbers guy. Um Brooke Lopez is another one that might be sort of a he's due situation. So I don't hate any of the logic. Especially don't hate the logic for Evan Mobley because that is my pick for most improved player. I think he takes Ooh. a bit of an offensive leap. I do think he is um, right back in the defensive player of the year conversation. I think if he wins that trophy, he certainly wins most improved player. Um, because like I said, I think they take he takes a bit of an offensive leap because he sort of has to um for this team to be good. Yeah, I like that. I think the Cavs are going to be great, so I think Mobley has to take a leap as well. Um, uh, for me, I think going based off recent most improved players, it was Ja and Lowry. I think we go Tyrese Maxey because Harden's not going to play. He's going to get a lot of run, and I think he's really good. So, uh, Maxi for me. I'm sticking with the Motor City with this one. <laughs> so, I mean, Cade, you know, played like seven games last year. And in the games that he played, he was, you know, he was Cade. He was who they wanted him to be. And so, I think he comes back. I think he's a guy who can easily average 25, 8, and 8 because he's just a – Six seven six five six six. I don't know how tall he actually is. Really big guard that does everything for them, and I think they mm-hmm. need him. And I think Monty's going to coach him up. Great pick. Um, kind of staying with the guard. Um, my most improved player is going to be Tyrese Halliburton. I think he really takes oh. a step into being uh, a top five point guard this year. Uh, the Pacers got some talent, and I'm excited to see him throw that thing around. <laughs> Love that. Uh, my most improved, um, 
Please say the dumbest thing be, I've ever heard in my life. Please, it's gonna be it's, awesome. It's not gonna be super dumb. It's gonna be the reason Ime is the is the coach of the year. Jabari. They didn't oh, use Jabari the right oh, way. That's not what I was wanting. Homer, you had the right I'm team. Sorry. You had the wrong guy, Brady. Who'd you I want? Was, Brady I was has so excited. Never been in more love with a, a team than the Rockets. He loves. I am in love with the Rockets. Um, Jabari. They did. They didn't use him right last year. Better culture, and he. Defense is there. Just let him shoot the three. Let him catch and shoot, please. He'll be I just through his game. I love the pick. I don't love it as much as if you would have said Jalen Green. I think Bari is a guy who could win it maybe next year. I think they have sort of tried to stay away from giving it to second year players because a second year player is expected to take a leap. It's that extra leap that I think they're trying to reward recently. Mm-hmm. Which is why mm. I think it's the Rockets have a very good chance of being the team that wins most improved. But I kind of think it it's either Jalen or Sh- or if Shingun comes out and it's like Happy. an all star, yeah, yeah, and it's just like a all little right. baby. Can I change Jokic. my pitch? Yeah, go ahead. No. Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. I considered it. If 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 you want me to be one hundred percent honest, I can. He might average thirty. Exactly. Will they win? And the team will games? win five games. <laughs> I, I don't know how many games they win, but he might average 30. He just might. He's going to go stupid. And I think that that's going to pull a lot of weight in the most, especially if no one else separates themselves. And it becomes down to who do we reward the guy who averaged 18 and nine or 30 or the guy who averaged 31 and seven or whatever it is. Yeah. Like seven. Well, I think he'll just have the ball a lot. I don't know if he'll average seven assists. Go ahead, Brady. Briefly, briefly, like one word. How do y'all feel about Jeremy Sokan? Sokan? Sohan. Not uh, yet. Han? There's a C in there. I think he's a great defender, and I think he's a good like secondary playmaker, maybe on a short roll at points, and Wimby's going to be good, of course. Um, but I don't. he's not an offensive player at this point. I think the Spurs um, might have an elite defensive rating. Yeah. With him and Wimby. I'm going back to – Jordan Poole, there's an interesting narrative that we're kind of forgetting here. Um, Katy Perry told us that California girls are undeniable, and I've never been to Washington, D.C. myself, so I don't know if they have as many pretty girls as California does. Mm -hmm. And so if there's no baddies on court side, is Jordan Poole going to go three for 25? (laughs) To to monitor. He actually makes a good point. He makes a good point. Those first few Wizards home games are going to be some – some statistical anomalies. Um, the thing with Jordan Poole is he might average 31 shooting 38% from the field. Like it, he might be the all time empty stats guy on this Wizards yeah. team. He might really might be. That's why I don't think they give it to him That's or that I like the Wizards are going to get worse. And so I don't think they reward the guy, even though he might take a large jump for the team just getting worse. Thanks. But then again, they can't control that. So so we've got that out of the way. Um, we're not doing six-man because why would we? Re- why are we rewarding bench players? It's just the silliest award I've ever heard of. I, I just don't get it. I don't. S- start your best players. Lou Williams has like six of these awards. It's, it's not just really a, a microwave. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson. It's a clown award. Jordan Clarkson type. That's who I'll get mine to. Jordan Clarkson. He's a starter. No, he starts. <laughs> exactly. He still gets That's it. That's what we don't even he know. Still, yeah, we'll still give it to him. Simons. <laughs> it might be. Shaden Sharp is probably going to be coming off the bench, but maybe it's Shaden oh, Sharp. that would make me sad. I want Shaden to start, but. Isn't um, he like 6'6"? Six, six? He can play a little, a little three. He's big boy. Big boy. I kind of think we might run Robert Williams and DeAndre Ayton at the same time. And when I say I we, I mean the Blazers. Obviously, I'm not on the team. Don't come at me. The Blazers might run Robert mm-hmm. Williams and DeAndre Ayton at the same time, which is why Sharp would be moved to the bench. But we'll see. That team could really do anything. Jeremy Grant might not play a game for them until he's traded. It's hard to tell. Um, We're going to move past the scoring title because I don't really want to get into it. We we didn't leave ourselves enough time. Um, My guess is Shea. Uh yeah, Luka Doncic. Luka is another good guess. Giannis is a good guess. Dame is possible. Jordan Poole is possible. Embiid Ant- is a shout. Anthony Edwards is on a team. 
for him to win MVP, he's got to have to win that score title. That's right. Um, That's why I have Giannis, just because he's my MVP as well. What we're going to do now is the Ricky of the Year, because this is the one we're actually going to discuss, apparently. I just think it's a good discussion, like Um, Scooter Wimby, or if someone wants someone even outside of that realm. I don't think they're going to play Wimby 65 games. I agree. I think it's I think it's going to be boring because all five of us are going to say Scoot. I think it's very it's clearly pick. going to be Scoot. I think it's Scoot as well. I also think it's Scoot. Um, the all red team might be interesting because oh Seth, go ahead, yeah. It's obviously Scoot. There's <laughs> just, no question was, about it. I was wrong. I apologize. Auburn great Scoot, Scoot Henderson. Henderson. I apologize. Auburn, yeah. Auburn legend. Um, who finishes second? Like I said, because I don't think Wimby's going to play sixty-five games, so I don't think he's going to qualify. Um, I hate that rule. If he does play 65, I think the media just gives it to him basically no matter how he plays. Um, Maybe so. But I think, like, I don't know who finishes second for this award. Um, well, is it Chet an option for this? Chet's Isn't also that what an option. people are saying? Oh, that's Chet's true. A lot of Chet people are picking Chet. Chet might have a better shot than we think. I didn't think about that. I don't know I if he'll... I think he does. I, t- I don't if know if the he'll have the offensive improved. Um, numbers to do it, but... The Thunder, yeah, the Thunder might be a four seed, and he might be like a defensive, all defensive team member. So it, yeah, it might be him. I don't know. Cool. Oh, also, uh, clutch player of the year. Let's go ahead and that can be a sweet. It's gonna be De'Aaron Fox again. Yeah, because the Kings are gonna play exclusively close games, and he's gonna shoot sixty-two percent from the field somehow on (laughs) that little floater. Yeah, mid-range jump shots. Um, And the Kings are gonna be a. Top five seed in the West. <laughs> we'll Who's everyone got on their all NBA teams? Uh, oh, you want like fun. first team? Oh, yeah, so I've we'll got three with, teams. Well, so you did all three. Uh, we'll start with Brady. Who do you think makes all NBA? Uh, I've just got a first team. Go ahead. Uh, my first team is going to be um, Jokic, Luka, Tatum. De'Aaron Fox, Anthony Edwards. De'Aaron Fox, De'Aaron clutch guy. Fox. Oh, On your first if team? It's not, and if it's not De'Aaron, hey, 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 hey. if it's not hey, De'Aaron Fox, hey, hey. Devin Booker. Devin Booker. So, so, so no Giannis. No. Nope. I, 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 because while the spacing is going to be good with Dame there, I think Dame and Giannis are both going to be on the second team. I don't I think they I think they cannibalize their um their abilities. I love that. It, it'll result in good team basketball, but not good uh, advanced analytics for. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of. What, what are those <laughs> analytics, Brady? <laughs> just spitballing. Plus minus. <laughs> <laughs> the worst out of them all. Um, Brady, I, I love it, brother. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, Giannis on my first team, though. <laughs> He's a second team guy. He takes a step back. <laughs> I'm going to go Giannis. Injuries. Tatum. Get hurt. Okay. He's a he's a freak specimen, so I doubt it. Uh, Giannis, uh, Tatum, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, and uh, Nikola Jokic for me. I think it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, my first team. I've got Giannis, Luka, Shea, Jokic, and Embiid. Just because, especially if Harden leaves, Embiid's gonna put up just ridiculous numbers. I mean, besides the obvious, Giannis, Jokic, Luka. I got to double down with Steph Curry here. I think you have to. You know, he's he's wins MVP, yeah. one, two more years of, you know, excellent basketball. And then, you know, he can't run around forever. <laughs> That's true. And um, so I, think... I, I got to say, I got to throw Steph in there. And then I think Devin Booker goes crazy this year because KD will kind of snooze in the regular season. And then even though Tatum, you know, hasn't really done anything different. In seven years, besides get a beard, I think he gets on there too. <laughs> so, can you recount yours for me, Seth, just real quick? Because I thought I counted six I got people: Giannis, Jokic, Luca, Steph. Yeah, six. We're gonna go Booker, not Tatum. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say that. It sounded like six, I got a and... whole lot of love for people, man. That's um, good. Just a lover. My first team, because of the positionless thing, is gonna be uh, Jokic, Embiid, Giannis, Tatum. And because I think they're going to give him MVP, Luca is obviously going to be the fifth member of the first team. What I they're going to th- give him MVP. <laughs> what I do think that means is that the second team is 
going to be at least four guards. And in this scenario, that would be um, Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Shea Gilgis Alexander. And then maybe, I think if they're good, it has to be Anthony Davis. Yeah, I agree. I have, well, I don't have all the guards like you. I do have Shea and Curry, but I have MB because I didn't put them on one, but I have Durant and AD. I just think, I mean, even if Durant, you know, although all these guys may not play 65 games, so I, I don't love the rule. That's true. It's I'll, very hard to actually tell. They should have done it like 55 because Trayvon's a lot of games. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet's going to play uh, 70 games and then all these dudes aren't. And he's going to make a uh, second team all NBA. It's going to say we're going to see like Desmond Bain ruin the Mikael I mean, Bridges like first is it, team. Is it like insane to ask the people making $50 million to play 65 games when people not, use play 82? Like, I don't know, man. It's but not. It's not. But like injury causes people to miss 15 games. Like I was going to say, you missed three weeks. That's what? That's, that's probably like 12 games. I don't know. 12 to 14 games? Yeah. And that's why Giannis is going to be second team this year, guys. Injury. Um, Unfortunately, Brady, if he doesn't play 65, he doesn't get um, any of them. <laughs> yes, I second team at best. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either second or none. Or yeah, third. pretty much. All right, so uh, my second team, I, I've got a lot of guards as well. Um, I've got Swiper, Dame, Curry, Ant, and Tatum. To be Very honest, quiet. I had completely forgotten about Booker when I made these teams, and so I had to I had to plug him in. But I really liked my second team, so he's 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 going to be one team down. Crazy. I mean, um, they've got a lot of mouths to feed. They do. It's true. I would say um, Shay, and you got to give Anthony Edwards some love. They have zero other basketball players on that team. Then you have they have cats. Well, you had <laughs> you had six dudes on your first team, so Tatum is on your second I'll do team. Four I would assume. this time. I'll do four this time. <laughs> sure. Um, Embiid, and then I don't I don't think Anthony Davis plays sixty five games. Um, he said he's playing we'll all 82 this year. Yeah, we'll go Bam. We'll go Bam. Makes the I feel like he plays a lot of games. He seems like he would. Yeah. We'll see. That's Brady, the only uh, reason. Brady, if you Brady have, a have a second team, team, I was about to say, if you have a second team, we can move. Um, we can say that. If not, you want to hear it? Do you want to hear my second team? I want to hear your off the dome second team. Yeah. My off the dome second team. I've got Dame and Giannis in there. So they're going to be two. Uh, I think this is this is going to be an Embiid second team. I don't know why I'm counting with select fingers. Um, also, would we be mad if uh, if Julius Randle made the second team? He made He's it. A big numbers year. guy. He's a big numbers exactly. guy. Exactly. Exactly. And then and then Shea. It's going to be my other second team guy. Right, I know <clears throat> a couple of you prepared third teams. Um, we're just gonna move on. That's that's plenty. Yeah, Jalen. Yeah, I agree. Brunson. I would say it's very that unimportant. We could just like set like I think Dame, Halliburton, Kawhi, LeBron, Kawhi's Brunson, Kawhi, the other Jamal Murray, even Kawhi not no. qualifying. Big dog, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal, Jamal Murray, Donovan Mitchell's on mine. Evan Mobley. Um, I've got. I mean, while we're here, I've got Sabonis, AD, Mikael, D Book, and D Mitch. Mikael Bridges. I understand. Because he's the only player on his team. That's fair. Um, speaking of his team, do we think they make the playoffs? We're gonna do a real the quick... Nets. Yes. No. Correct. No. That team is going to be atrocious. They're bad last year. Ben Simmons, although, um, and this can go into my quick trivia question. Ben Simmons coming back this year. Um, how many games did Ben Simmons play last season? Eight. Fourteen. How many, Brady? <laughs> I said eight. I'm gonna go with twelve. Three. Ben Simmons played forty-two games last year. There's no way that man. <laughs> I swear to God, I told you this is an elite trivia. I told you that was an elite trivia question. Hold on, hold 42? on. Forty-two. Is there a minimum or a minimum minutes requirement on That's this? That's what I was thinking. No. I mean, fourteen fell no. low when I said it, but forty-two. 42. I was shocked. He saw the he court. Or uh, he 42? Was I was shocked. 42? He played a basketball game. 
Yes. He got minutes. Okay. 42 okay. times. That's kind of that insane. I thought that was crazy. That's probably hey, more than Alex. <laughs> yeah, Brady. Um, I'm just looking at our little itinerary here. Did you intentionally skip the breakout team? I was looking forward to that. Yeah, we're gonna um list those players b- before the before the other the final. Sick. Yeah. We're gonna do a quick sure. do a quick playoff predictions. Um oh, and then shoot. we're gonna talk about our breakout teams. Hey guys, this is Alex. Uh, my apologies for the weird, sort of abrupt end um, to that episode. We decided that we were going to take a small break in the recording session and um, record another episode with slightly different topics. Still, the NBA preview. Um, we're going to look ahead and see who we think is going to make the playoffs, maybe do some seeding conversation. Um, we're going to talk about players we think are going to have breakout seasons, maybe take those next steps, first-time All-Stars, first-time All-NBA, things of that nature. And finally, we're going to do a sort of combo player ranking slash draft sort of situation. I'll explain in the episode. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, this is the first episode of hopefully a lot Um we're going to cover quite a few sports, mostly football and basketball, because it's what we know more about, and we have a lot more opinions about them, but we might get into golf, might get into soccer. We'll cover college football a lot, college basketball a lot, the NBA draft, the NFL draft. We love all those. Um, yeah, so we're going to try to have as much fun as possible. Um, hopefully you come along with us, and I uh, appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next time on the Future GMs Podcast.